Welcome to Save Six Figures with Gina Knox, the podcast where I coach you on how to save $100,000 by optimizing your cash flow. Hello, savers, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I wanted to take a walk down memory lane, not even that long ago, (laughs) and talk about my first ever 100K sales quarter in my business. So in Q1 of 2022, Q1 of this year, I closed over $100,000 in sales, and there are three main lessons in there that I wanted to share with you and explore as it relates to business and as it relates to saving and managing our money. Okay, so before we dive into that, I wanted to give you a really honest breakdown of Q1 by the numbers. So I closed $100,000 in sales, actually $102,491 to be exact. And when I say sales, I mean I closed new sales that were worth $102,491. A lot of my clients use payment plans, so some of those payments were going to be collected in Q1 and some of those payments were projected forward into Q2 and beyond. So even though I closed $102,491 of sales, I collected $59,446 in cash in Q1. So I just wanted to make that explicit because sometimes, you know, in business we talk about like 100K quarter, and we're not really explicit with what that means. So that's what it means for me. I closed $100,000 of new sales. And the way that breaks down for me is I I signed seven new private clients, totaling $81,900 in terms of contracted sales. And I signed 10 new six-figure saver clients, totaling $20,591. So now that we're on the same page in terms of the exact numbers of what that means, I wanted to dive into what the lessons I learned as part of that was, because this was a really big deal for me. The year before, so 2021, I had done $115,000 in sales over the entire year. So for 12, it took me 12 months to hit the 100K number. And now 2022 went off with a bang and I did $100,000 in three months. So that was a really big deal for me, especially because I had quit my job in January. So this was my first full-time quarter as an entrepreneur. I had my daughter at home with me. She wasn't even in daycare yet. So like somehow, I managed with a almost one-year-old to quit my job, to make these sales, to have the baby at home. I'm literally still nursing, so I was nursing. I I think back, I'm like, how the hell did I do that? I have no idea. (laughs) But it was a really, really big deal, and it was um, a I really kind of, I kind of think about it, I know it, it wasn't, but I kind of think about it like beginner's luck, like, okay, universe my first quarter full-time in business, and it's given me a win to like build some momentum perhaps, actually more on that later. But let's talk about the three lessons. So 
don't slow down before the finish line. The second lesson was I create my own momentum. And the third lesson is we are not on the staircase. So let me break those down for you in terms of what actually what actually that means. So don't slow down before the finish line. Okay, I remember it was March 1st and I had closed at that point about $75,000 of sales. And that was my goal. That was my goal for the quarter. Like that was my original goal. And I remember sitting down with my journal being like, this is awesome. I hit my goal. I'm done. (laughs) And just feeling like really complete and satisfied and really proud of myself. But also in my journal, I was writing about how I was just going to kind of coast for the rest of March. I wasn't going to worry about creating new sales. If new sales came in, that would be awesome. But I wasn't going to focus on it. And I was kind of like really letting myself off the hook for the rest of March because I had hit my goal already. And it's so serendipitous because on that Monday, I got on an office hours call with my business coach, Kirsten Roldan, and she had this big speech prepared for us about how Q1 isn't over, it's not over till it's over, don't give up prematurely. And I I remember she was mainly talking to the people who hadn't hit their goals yet, and she was trying to like amp us up to hit our goals and that, you know, not to give up. But I remember being like, how did she read my mind? Because I had already given up prematurely. And it's not like I hadn't hit my goal, but I had just basically decided that like it was it was over, right? I hit my goal, so it was over. And um, it was such an interesting moment for me because I think I realized that I could be satisfied and complete and happy and proud of myself for hitting my goal and at the same time still strive for more and still be ambitious and that that wasn't greedy or shameless it could just be you know I could just decide that I'm super happy with where I am and I want more and it makes me think about what I coach my clients on which is saving a hundred thousand dollars there's definitely a lot of people with thoughts about that like a hundred thousand dollars is is greedy. It's too much. Nobody needs that amount of money. (laughs) Like past a certain point, that's ridiculous. And um, even my own clients, I've talked about this idea that you don't have to be lacking something to have ambition or to be motivated. So a lot of people, a lot of us, We start our motivational journey, if you will, our self-motivated journey with lack. I don't have what I want. I want to be able to go to Bora Bora like the people I see on Instagram, and I don't have that, so I'm going to work hard to get that. Or I want to have, I don't want to live with roommates anymore, so I'm going to work hard to be able to afford a one-bedroom apartment, right? Like this idea of, I don't have, or maybe in my childhood, I didn't have. And so I'm going to be super motivated so that I do. But what this quarter taught me was what if you already do have? 
are you still allowed to want to strive for more even if you're already content? And the answer is yes. Your ambition does not need to only be fueled by lack. And that is super interesting. Like think about when you have felt the most ambitious or motivated and ask yourself, have I ever felt the feeling of ambition or motivation when I was already content? And I know this is like, maybe first world problems, champagne problems, but actually think about it, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you have big ambitions for a seven, eight figure business, at a certain point, you're gonna have enough money. It's gonna be enough a long time ago, right? Like you're gonna have enough, you're gonna have more than enough, and where is your ambition gonna come from then? So it was just this very interesting moment for me because I had hit this crazy goal, right? $75,000 in three months, like most Americans don't make that in a year. It's not as if I didn't have enough. And yet I could still be ambitious and motivated even while I have enough. So that was a huge lesson for me And it's gone on to be a lesson that I teach my clients around their savings goals, around their money goals, because so many of us, we do hit this point. My clients are super ambitious, growth-oriented entrepreneurs. So, so many of them have hit these crazy numbers too. And it is okay to then still keep going. So that was lesson number one for me. Really, it really kind of like smacked me in the head. (laughs) Now, lesson number two, is kind of related. I create my own momentum. I had this idea that momentum was something that happened in the world and that I could like ride the momentum wave, right? Like I would catch it. I would catch momentum and ride it. I never had the idea that I create momentum. So let me take you back. It's March 31st. It is the last day of the quarter. And I am in Florida with my family on vacation. I'm sitting on our balcony overlooking the marina. There are manatees swimming and dolphins and it's magical. And uh, the baby's asleep. So she's taking her nap and I decide to just like check in, do some bookkeeping last day of the quarter. And I notice that I am at $90,000 in closed sales. And I'm like, damn, I'm just 10K away from a 100K quarter. And I think to myself, I can do it. Holy shit, like I can do that. Hell yeah, I can do it. So what do I do? I get on social media and I think for the first time, really, I tell people, hey, I am at 90K for the quarter. We are like, at that point, it was like 12 hours left in the quarter. And I think I'm going to strive to hit 100K quarter. And I just start selling Six Figure Saver completely shamelessly. I'm like, here's why you should join right now. Here's why this is the best program in the world. I sent out like five emails in a six hour window. And this was all after like 3 p.m. So it was already in the afternoon. I send out a ton of emails and I'm just like, 
You guys, this is the best program ever. If you wanna get your money straight, if you wanna save $100,000, if you wanna be surrounded by amazing entrepreneurs who are doing crazy money things, if you wanna pay yourself more, if you wanna pay off your debt, like I just sold the crap out of this program. And I, and at the same time I was like, and I'm about to hit my first $100,000 quarter. And so every person that joined, I would be like, this person joined, we are now only $8,000 away from a 100K quarter. And then this person joined, we're only $6,000 away from a 100K quarter. And I just kept going. I just kept going. And I think it was about 10 p.m. I hit the last person joined. Not the last person that would join, but the last person that joined to hit the 100K quarter. And I voxered my coach and I was like, holy shit, I did it. I hit the 100K quarter and she was like, send another email. (laughs) So I sent a couple more emails. I let everyone know we were all celebrating. And I think um, like the next day, a couple more people joined in April. So that counted towards Q2. I counted that towards Q2. But um, all in all, like nine people joined Six Figure Saver in a six hour window or something like that. Or maybe it was more, maybe it was like a 12 hour window because overnight. And I created that momentum. I remember talking to my coach about it later, being like, well, during the 100K quarter, you know, there was so much momentum. And I don't know if, like, it was Q2 at some point and I was struggling. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm if that momentum is going to happen again. And she's the one that said, no, Gina, you created that momentum. You can create momentum whenever you want. And that blew my mind. I was like, what? <laughs> What do you mean? Like, to me, it felt so external. It felt like the circumstances of me being at 90K was what created the momentum. But now that I sit back and think about it, I'm like, I could have easily been at 90K and also just said, great, that's done. Go back to my vacation, right? It was me that created the momentum around it. And so when I talk to my clients, about hitting their 100K savings goal, and they're so close, but they're so far away, (laughs) and they feel like, ah, you know, like, there's just not a lot of momentum. I always relate that back. I'm like, you create your own momentum in your mind. You create momentum by thinking motivating thoughts. And for me, in that second, the motivating thought was, holy shit, I can do this. I could have easily looked at 90K and said, well, there's only six hours left, it's over. I'm not gonna hit it. That's a demotivating thought. But I thought, holy shit, I could do this, and so I did it. And so for my clients who are working on saving $100,000, I offer them the same advice. You can create momentum whenever you want. Now, a lot of the times for my people, the momentum is around selling. Like you can go out and make new sales. Like I talk a lot in Six Figure Saver and in my content about inconsistent sales. I talk about how we can hit your your sales, uh, your savings goals anyways. I talk about how to manage inconsistent money. My owner's pay system is all about getting paid regularly with inconsistent sales. So let me be clear. Inconsistent sales is not a problem, but if you want to, you can go out and make more and hit your goals faster. You can do that because you can create your own momentum. 
Now, recently inside Six Figure Saver, we're doing this thing called Six Figure Summer. It's super exciting. It's an 11 week live challenge. And basically what I've done is I've posed an impossible goal for the community. I've said, I want you all to hit $100,000 banked by September 21st. Crazy goal, right? And last week, we have a theme for every single week where we talk, you know, we do trainings and every week is a theme generally working towards the goal. So last week was motivation week and I taught them this this concept that you can create your own motivation to go out and sell and make more money. And one of my clients, Beth, she said that she had already uh, accepted that July was gonna be slow. In her mind, she was like, yeah, July is over. And this was like the first week of July. July's over, July's gonna be slow, whatever. We had this training, she went out, and sold like $3,000 more, $3,000 more, because somebody gave her permission to do that, just like my coach gave me permission to make more. So it's so interesting how it all ties back together that we can create our own momentum, we can go out and make more money, and it's not over till it's over. So that was lesson two. So now lesson three. As an entrepreneur, we're not on the staircase. This lesson actually came after my 100K quarter and it came in Q2. So Q1, $102,000 of sales, so excited, so much momentum, all the things, right? Q2 comes along and now Q2's over and I hit $43,000 of sales. So my quarterly goal was $75,000, didn't hit my quarterly goal, I didn't I did it less than half of what I did in Q1. And this quarter was such a reminder for me. If you haven't listened to the Staircase Thinking podcast, go back and listen to that because it is applicable in this moment. The general idea is that we're not on a staircase. We're not on this linear path where every month we make more money than the last month. Every quarter we make more money than the last quarter. Every month we put the same amount of money into savings till we hit our 100K goal. We are not on a linear staircase. We are entrepreneurs. (laughs) This shit is not linear. Spoiler alert. (laughs) This shit is not linear. It is up and down and all around. And so I talk about the idea of instead of a staircase, I want you to imagine the outline of a city skyline and how it goes up and down. And there's tall buildings and skinny buildings and fat buildings and short buildings, right? And Q2 was just such a reminder of that for me. I did less than half of what I did in Q1 and it's okay, right? We have this idea, this fantasy that if I did 102,000 in Q1, then in Q2, I should be able to do 150,000 or I should be able to do 200,000, right? And that, and, and this is the more important part. And we have this idea that if we hit a big number one month or one quarter, and then we go backwards, that something went wrong. And that is a really dangerous thought. Same goes with savings. Let's say you hit $50,000 of savings in your check in your savings account and then you had to pull some money out and now you're at $40,000. If you catch yourself thinking something went wrong, something went wrong, that is dangerous and I want you to pause. Cuz what happens when we think, "Oh shit, something went wrong?" We start questioning ourselves. We start questioning everything we did. 
we start questioning our business. We start saying, well, Q1 was probably a fluke. I just had all this momentum, right, that I didn't create. I had no control over it. And we start questioning everything, which is not super helpful if we want to go out and make more money later, right? It's actually counterproductive because we just sit in our journals and we think and we question and we go through spirals instead of serving our clients, marketing, making offers. So for me, the fact that Q2, I did less than half of what I did in Q1 was just a reminder that I am not on a staircase. I am not on a staircase and it's gonna be up and down And here's a really important part. I decided this year, I've already saved my 100K, by the way. I teach people how to save 100K. I saved 100K a long time ago. I've saved 100K multiple times at this point. But this year I decided I'm going to save 100K in my business bank account as a full-time entrepreneur to kind of go through the process again with my clients. And even though I went backwards, quote unquote backwards, and Q2, I only did $43,000 in sales, I am not letting up on my belief that by December, I'll have $100,000 saved again. Just because Q2 was slower than Q1 doesn't mean anything went wrong. And that applies to your savings as well. So here's what I often see, um, and it's what's happened to me as well. Not only is saving non-linear, It's also like if we hit a number, I I think about it like a pulsing, like imagine like an animated ball that's pulsing, right? You're going to hit $10,000 in your savings and then it's going to contract to 8,000. Then you're going to hit 15,000 and it's going to contract to 11. And it's this like pulsing, right? And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger until you hit your goal. And even I have to warn my clients who are getting close to 100,000 in their savings, When you hit $100,000, it may not stay like that for long. You may hit $100,000 in the savings account and then it'll pop back down to 90. And that's not a problem. That's just how money works. (laughs) We use it, right? We reinvest in our businesses and then we replenish it later and then we put even more in. It's this pulsing living thing. And so do not get wrapped up in thinking that something went wrong or you went backwards if the number goes down a little bit or a lot. It's pulsing, it is non-linear. So just like that applies to my clients' savings balances, it also applies to our businesses. It's pulsing. Just because I hit $100,000 one quarter does not mean I'm gonna hit it again next quarter or more. And even if I did less, it doesn't mean I'm not gonna hit my annual goal. That's the other thing too, right? Like this focus on month to month or quarter to quarter growth. I am, I'm, I'm just concerned about my annual goal. My annual goal this year is $300,000. And I'm not going to be worried about, you know, perfectly hitting the 75K quarter every single quarter in a row, laddering up to the 300K year. It's just unrealistic. Like, yes, I can do the math. I can say, my goal is a 300k quarter, uh, 300k year. That would mean, on average, a 75k quarter. I can do the math once, put it down, and then not worry about it, because it's super unhelpful to get caught up in. 
well, in Q2, I only did 43,000. And then what does that mean for Q3 and Q4? And what if I don't hit the goal? And now I'm going to have to work harder and like all of that. That's just super unproductive and unhelpful. Instead, what I choose to do and what I teach my clients, especially as it relates to their savings, is that we're not on a staircase. It's not going to be linear. And that doesn't mean anything went wrong. So for me, Q1, the 100K quarter, going into Q2, 43K quarter was just another lesson in that. It was just another lesson in the fact that entrepreneurship is nonlinear and that's totally fine and we're still gonna hit our goals and we're still gonna make more money and nothing went wrong. So if you feel like you have been giving into the desire, the fantasy of the linear path, and if you've been feeling disappointed about it not being linear, whether it has to do with your savings or your earning, I just wanna give you an out and let you know that it's probably not serving you to have that fantasy. We can all have our fantasies, right? But it's probably not gonna happen. It's probably not serving you. And good news, you don't need the linear path in order to succeed. So congratulations, you're human, you're an entrepreneur. You don't need the linear path. So feel free to keep daydreaming, but also don't worry about it not happening. And if it does happen, awesome please contact me. I would like to see your spreadsheets because I've never seen it before. (laughs) Okay, so those were the three lessons from my 100K quarter. Do not slow down before the finish line. You create your own momentum and we are not on the staircase. That was it. Now, if you want to get coached on this shit, if you want to hit your 100K quarter, if you want to hit your 100K bank balance, then I want to invite you to join Six Figure Saver. We are in the middle of Six Figure Summer right now. The live challenge is still happening. You are more than welcome to join in and get coached and create your own motivation and hit your 100K bank balance by September 21st. Um, There's an insane grand prize. So we have three levels of prizes. Level number one is the Double Digits Club. If you save between 10,000 and $49,999, then I'm going to be doing a spreadsheet audit, a private loom, like probably 30 minute spreadsheet audit for everyone who hits the double digits club. And then for the halfway club, which is from $50,000 to $99,999, I'm offering everyone who hits that a one hour private strategy call with me at no charge. And then the grand prize for people who hit the 100K club by September 21st, I am going to be hosting a group VIP day in Austin, Texas. Date is going to be TBD, probably in October or early November. And we're going to be going over debt as a strategy for growth, seven-figure mindset, and investing for financial freedom. All live in Austin And then I'm going to take everyone out for a super bougie dinner. So you do not want to miss out on these prizes. I am so excited for this um, like live event, mini, mini live event that we're doing. I've just been like wanting to hang out with people in real life. So that's why I decided to do this. And um, 
We have lots of momentum, speaking of, in the Slack channel, on our office hours calls. We're all working towards this goal together. We already have two people in the 100K club, so you are not gonna be alone. And um, it's just, it's super exciting. So I want you to join Six Figure Saver, get coached, create your 100K plan, get your systems in place, and then hit the ground running with all of us um, to hit your 100K by September 21st. There's people, by the way, who are very far from that goal. There's people who are close to that goal. We have such a broad spectrum of people in Six Figure Saver. And so if you just had the thought, that's impossible, (laughs) I want you to check yourself, right? Just like one of the lessons around you creating your own motivation. If you had the thought, that's impossible, check yourself. Do you want that to be impossible? Or what if it was, right? What if you could create the motivation to make it happen? And and here's the other thing. Oh my God, I have, I have to go on a little tangent. I had a client say, well, what if I don't hit it? And like, this thing is coming up. I have this thing coming up right now and I really need to do it. She had this business investment. And what if I don't hit the goal and I don't want to spend the money? And I'm like, okay, wait a minute, pause. So let's say you don't hit the 100K. What if you hit 80K? Like, let's take a step back and celebrate the fact that you have $80,000 in savings by September. That's incredible, right? So even if you don't hit the goal, you all win because everyone will have more money, which is super, super cool and exciting. So anyways, um, please join us in Six Figure Saver if that's something that you're interested in. Uh, follow me on Instagram and I will see you guys in the next episode. All the links are going to be in the show notes and I think that's it. Okay. Bye.